Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson where I'm going to talk about uh everyday things. Things that you just see as you go through your day. I designed this lesson because I was keeping track uh throughout the week. Every day as I went through my day, I would add a few more things to my list um and then my list got bigger and bigger. It's not super large but I just made a list of all of the little things that I used throughout the day and specifically things where I thought, do people know what this is called in English? Do people know how to talk about this thing in English? So, this lesson is about everyday items. Some of them are household items. Some of them are things you would see as you go through your day, maybe at work or while you're shopping but we're going to talk about things that you see every day and then I'll teach you some phrases in English about how to use them. Before we get started though, I just wanna say hi to Dave and Todd. Thanks for being here to moderate the chat for us and I do wanna say hi to Wanda and Ario and Rod the English teacher and Paco-san and Esio Wu and Javier and Mode Eggs and Lolly Lolly and Rod the English teacher and I know Brent from American English with this guy is here. Uh Linda and Julia Olis are here as well. Good to see all of you. A lesson about everyday items. You know what I find funny as I was learning French. As you learn English, I'm also still learning French. There are little things um where I just don't know what the name of it is and so I thought, you know, this would be a good lesson to do for people who are learning English. Sometimes the simplest things are the things that we don't know um we don't know what it's called in English. So, um I'll tell you what this is in a moment. I'm sure you already know but uh we'll get to that. There is a slide for that one. Uh before we get started, one other thing. Please keep the chat in English. Please have interesting and fun conversations with each other. Uh and do make sure that you watch this lesson again in a few days to help train your ear to help um kind of make the new words permanent in your brain. Uh one small announcement. Uh next week, this will be an hour later than normal because we have time change this coming week. So, next Friday, it will be the same time for me but it will be at a different time for some of you if you don't have daylight savings time. But Let's get this lesson started. The first item uh is something that we call tweezers. Let me say that again for you. Tweezers. Let me make this slide a bit bigger. Tweezers are something that you use when you get a sliver. Especially sometimes when you work with wood. If any of you have built something out of wood or if you move something made out of wood, sometimes you get a little sliver in your finger. And then you get tweezers and you use the tweezers to pull out the sliver. Sometimes when you get a sliver, it can be annoying because you don't know which way the sliver went in and you don't know how to pull it out. I do not get slivers while I'm teaching. So, I don't use tweezers very often but the other day, I was outside helping Jen and I got a sliver actually in the finger I keep pointing to and so, when I came in the house, I said, um uh, I went to the drawer in the bathroom where we keep the tweezers and they weren't there and I said, where are the tweezers? I have a sliver. I need to pull out my sliver. So, the first uh everyday item, maybe not everyday but definitely an item I used recently is tweezers. We might call these a pair of tweezers the same way we use pair to talk about scissors um even though there's only really one of them because there's two sides. Uh we might say pair of tweezers but I normally just say 
the tweezers. And then the image I showed you at the beginning is called a clothespin. So, when you wash your clothes, there are two things you can do with your clothes afterwards. You can put them in a dryer and then it uses electricity or natural gas to heat your clothes and dry them. But we hang our clothes on a clothesline and we put clothespins on them. So, the clothespin holds the clothes that need to be dried on the clothesline. But we also use this for something else which is why it's on the everyday items list. When we eat chips, when we open a bag of chips, what you might call crisps if you're learning British English. When we eat half a bag of chips, we roll up the top and we put a clothespin on to hold the bag shut. So, not only are clothespins used to hang up clothes, we also use them in our kitchen to close open bags of chips so that they stay fresh. I'm sure everyone has done that before. Notice this word looks difficult to pronounce but it's not too bad. It's clothespin. So, you don't have to say the th as a the sound. It's just clothespin and we use it to close things which has the same pronunciation. Um I do not use one of these. <laughs> this is not one of my everyday items. I do not smoke. I do not light a cigarette every day. I don't. But we do sometimes have a campfire and when we have a campfire, I get some pieces of wood and I stack the wood up and I put some papers underneath. I actually like to use uh, cardboard pizza boxes when I start a fire and then I use the lighter. So, I you kind of flick the lighter to make a flame come out and then I use the lighter to light the fire. Some people carry a lighter with them every day because they are smokers. Smokers often will have a lighter with them but we always have a lighter in our house because we do like to have a campfire every once in a while and so then we uh we use the lighter to light it and I do have a Bic lighter. So, thank you to all of you from France for making good pens and good lighters and if you don't have a lighter, you'll use matches. Um this is a box of matches. You can also have um matches in a what's called a book of matches where you flip up the front and you can pull a match out. We do not have matches in our house. Mostly, we don't have matches because um matches are dangerous to have around when you have children. Our children are older now but matches can be dangerous. What you do with a match is you take a match out and you strike the match. There's usually a spot where you can um you strike the match against and then it lights. Um when you have a book of matches, there's a little black strip and you strike it but you can also get matches that are called strike anywhere matches where you can even light them you know just on a rock or on a brick but uh yes, we do not keep matches in our house um because it's uh too easy for kids to play with matches and accidentally start fires. Um I've used these recently. I just used these earlier this week. We would call this a nail clipper or we would call these nail clippers. Similar to how we use when we say scissors, we always add an S. You can also add an S when you talk about nail clippers. These are what you use when your nails are too long and you need to trim your nails or clip your nails. So, I like to keep my nails nice and short. Jen actually keeps her nails a little bit longer. Um Sometimes women have longer nails than men and sometimes they put nail polish on. Jen actually keeps her nails a little longer because it it helps her when she works with the flowers. She can use her nail 
to kind of cut the stems and things like that um or trim things. So, but I keep mine nice and short and trim um and I use nail clippers to do that. Um these are another thing that sometimes go missing in our house and we also have a bigger pair which we call toenail clippers. So, we have nail clippers that we use for our fingers and then we have a bigger pair that you can use to trim the nails uh on your toes. Toenail clippers. These are really handy. Um we call them either rubber bands or elastic bands in Canada. I think in most parts of the world they're called rubber bands. Um we use these for all kinds of things. When we make a bouquet of flowers, we put a rubber band on the bottom to hold all the stems together. Sometimes we have um something in the kitchen as well that we want to close after we open it and we'll put a rubber band around it to hold it closed. Sometimes in school, kids will um they'll shoot rubber bands at each other. If students find rubber bands um on the floor of the classroom, you can be sure that a rubber band is gonna be shot somewhere. But a rubber band or elastic band is very stretchy um and it has many, many uses. It's one of those really handy things in life that you could use for almost anything. So, again, I'm not sure which phrase is the Canadian phrase. We call them rubber bands and elastic bands. Uh maybe if Brent's still here or if Rod, the English teacher, is still here, they can let us know what they call them, what the most common name is. I use both, you know. Are there any elastic bands here? Does has anyone seen any rubber bands? I need a rubber band. And then we have, of course, the twist tie. Whenever you buy something, like when I bought these headphones, they came all folded up and then there was a twist tie around it. A twist tie is a small piece of wire with paper around it or plastic and it's used um to kind of hold things together. Um the other day, uh I opened up a a box at school and it had a new little webcam for my classroom and then the wire from the webcam had a twist tie around it. When they put it in the box, they put all the wires together and to keep them tidy, they put a twist tie around it. So, twist ties, um we usually keep our twist ties um because sometimes we use them to reclose things as well in the kitchen but now we have a drawer that has way too many twist ties in it. So, you can see already from this lesson that this is a lesson of very random items that Bob the Canadian saw through his week and wrote down on his list because the next one is what we call a bread tie. In Canada, when you buy bread, there's this little plastic thing on the end of the bread and it almost always has the best before date or the expiry date on it. So, it tells you how long the bread will be good for. Uh usually, the bread's good for a week or so. Um you can see that this twist tie says best before October 2nd. So, if I bought this bread on September 29th, it would be good till October 2nd it would actually probably be okay on October 4th. By the 5th or 6th, the bread might be starting to go moldy but uh uh, bread ties are what holds the end of the bread bag closed. You can also shoot these by the way. You can break them in half and you can put it on the end of your finger and you can shoot it at uh, people. Don't I don't recommend that though. It's dangerous but when I was a kid, we did that quite often. Hey, let's take a minute to look at some questions. Let me do a little uh I don't know if I should have taught you 
Not sure if I should have taught you how to flick bread ties at each other. I'm not sure if that's something you should know how to do but uh, when I was a kid, we would often break the bread ties in half and then flick them at each other. It was a very uh a very fun thing to do. Okay, where am I here? Let me get to the question. From Renata, good morning, Bob. Which one of these words do you use? Automatic pencil or mechanical pencil? Sorry, I kind of mispronounced automatic there. Automatic pencil or mechanical pencil. In Brazil, it's called lapiceira. Have a nice day, sir. Thank you again. We call it a mechanical pencil. Yes. Um yeah, the ones where you click, right? It's like click, click and then the pencil lead comes out the end. Yes. I would call that a mechanical pencil. Uh let's see here. From Yaroslav, morning the wisest teacher Bob. Do you have any special items used only in Canada? Thank you. Have a great weekend ahead. I don't think we do. I think we might have some things that have a unique name um but certainly as you would know um when you live somewhere where there's winter, we have ice scrapers and we have car brushes to clean snow off of our cars. Um we have I'm trying to think of anything else we have. We have what's called a fan rake that we use when we rake up leaves in our yard. Hopefully, I can do tomorrow's lesson outside and then you can see the leaves uh, falling. I don't have a camera set up for that now. Next question from Ty. Hello, teacher Bob. My question is, what is your everyday items? Have a great Friday morning, teacher Bob. So, my everyday items, if you were to say, Bob, what do you leave the house with every day? I put on my Fitbit which counts my steps and it's also a watch. I put on my wedding ring. I have my keys, my phone and my wallet. Those are the five things that I always make sure I have when I leave the house. If not, I feel lost and I put everything in the same pocket every day so I know where where it is. Ario, hello, Miss Ola, Mr. Bob. Question, what things do you use every day? Me, my phone and to practice English. Yes, I would say keys, phone, wallet, ring, uh Fitbit and then when I get to work, my laptop is very important um and when I get to my classroom, my remote controls are very important so that I can turn on my screens and TV, etc. Uh let's see here. Lemon Cute says, hi, Bob. Have a great day. I've heard that's I've heard someone say that sometimes native speakers also use the wrong grammar. Is it true that native speakers are also wrong sometimes? Yes, definitely. Um we say things like here's a quick example. Um if I say um if I go to a parking lot and there's 20 cars, I could say there are a lot of cars here, grammatically correct, but I could also say there's a lot of cars here. There's is a contraction of there is, like there is a lot of cars here but that's not really correct but we do say that all the time. Um gonna skip. I I did a few uh off topic but I'm gonna try and stay on topic with the questions, okay? So, a few of the questions coming through are not on topic. So, I think we're going to go back to the lesson in just a moment after Arthur's question. Hi, Bob. Have an awesome weekend. I wonder if there is an everyday item that is crucial and you couldn't live without it. So, what is the everyday item I couldn't live without? Well, that's a good question. Um I'm trying to think. Is it my phone or my keys or my wallet? If I don't have my phone, I can't text Jen during the day or get messages. If I don't have my keys, I can't drive my van. If I don't have my wallet, I can't buy anything and if you get stopped 
by a police officer and you don't have your driver's license, you get a fine. So, I think all of those things are are critical for me to have with me uh every day. Okay. Let me do a little audio check and we'll get back to the lesson. Yes, definitely. Okay, good. Where are we here? Slides. So, speaking of keys, uh keys are usually attached to a keychain. I don't think my keys are close by. No. Uh sometimes you have a key for your car, a key for your house or apartment, maybe a key for work and you want to keep them all together. So, you would put them on a keychain. A keychain is actually a popular thing for businesses to hand out in Canada. So, sometimes when you buy things from certain businesses, they might give you a keychain so that you always remember them. So, I have a keychain from the store where I buy feed for our animals. I have a keychain from the hardware store in our local town. Um I don't use them all and some people collect keychains actually. It can be a fun thing to collect but usually uh at a certain point in your life, you have too many keys. So, you put them all together. Oh, I think I might sneeze. Sorry, one sec. Hopefully, that doesn't happen. We'll see. I'll I'll look at the light. There, I I hid behind the keychain slide in order to sneeze. I'm not sure why I'm sneezing. I might have a little bit. I might be allergic to something at this point of the year but we'll see. Anyways, keychains. I remember when I was younger, I had one key and then eventually I had two keys. So, I got a keychain. I use coat hangers to hang up my shirts. After I wash my shirts and after I hang them up on the clothesline and use clothespins to hold them there, once they are dry, I usually put them on coat hangers. So, even though it's a shirt, we still use the word coat hanger to talk about this. So, I put my shirts on coat hangers. Um I usually kind of flatten them a bit and I hang them in my closet um and then when I go to wear my shirts, they're nice and uh they're flat and wrinkle free. So, a coat hanger is something you use to hang up a coat or to hang up a shirt and if you use the bar on the bottom, I even use coat hangers to hang up my pants. So, that is a coat hanger. Pretty useful everyday item. And my jacket is actually always on a coat hook. It's over there. You can't see it but when I come home from work, I hang up my winter coat or I hang up my jacket on a coat hook. These are probably the most common type of coat hook in North America. Um you can buy them at any hardware store. They are very handy. They are nice and rounded on the top. Um so it's really easy to hang your coat on a coat hook or to hang your jacket on a coat hook. Um I don't usually put my coat on a coat hanger but I could do that as well. It just happens to be that I have coat hooks in my studio or office here. So, I usually just hang my coat on a coat hook. It's a little bit easier to do that way. This is something that I saw this week that is not very common in my house or at uh, the place where I work but it is an ashtray. When you see an ashtray in North America, it's kind of an old thing that people don't have a lot of anymore because in Canada, you can't smoke inside of restaurants. You can't smoke inside the mall. You can't smoke in the library. You can't smoke in buildings in Canada. 
a long time ago, you used to be able to smoke in buildings um like 20 years ago or more and so, you would see ashtrays everywhere that people would use if they were smokers. When I was a kid, my uncles were smokers. So, when my parents had a birthday party, we even though my parents didn't smoke, um we would put ashtrays out for my uncles so that they could uh flick their cigarettes uh and then butt out their cigarettes in the ashtray. Um just give me two seconds to check something here. I think we're good. There we go. Yes. Um when you have um something to drink and when you set it down on a coffee table or on a a table, often you will put a coaster under it. You will usually do this if you're putting it onto a really nice table. When I sit at my desk here and I have my giant mug that says gulp on it by the way with some tea in it. I don't set it down on a coaster but a coaster is a small round piece of wood or cloth or other material that you put down before you put a hot drink or even a cold drink. In the summer, cold drinks sometimes um there's a lot of moisture on the outside. So, you put a coaster down to protect the surface. Um we have a set of coasters that we use for our coffee table and if we're drinking something hot, we might use a coaster uh on our kitchen table as well. Usually on nice wooden surfaces, you want to put a coaster down so that uh things are fine. I see Mode saying there was a bit of a hiccup. Now, it's fine. Yeah, I just had a really quick error and then things were good again. So, I'll just keep going. Um so, we have things called pot holders but we use these for two different things. You can use them to grab a hot pot although I usually choose to use an oven mitt for that. There's something called an oven mitt. We use our pot holders to put on our table when we put a hot pot or pan of food on the table. So, these are things that protect the surface of your table from something hot. So, often when we serve dinner, we'll put some pot holders out on the table. Some people also call them hot pads. Um I think there might be another name as well. Um what do we call yeah, we do call them pot holders even though we don't hold the pot with it. I guess the pot does sit on it so that makes some sense. So, we will put these out on the table uh in order to protect the surface of the table. And then, there's something called an air freshener. I do not use air fresheners but the most common kind of air freshener for a car is a pine scented air freshener. This is something that you hang in your car and it emits a pleasant smell. I actually don't like the smell of air fresheners but many people will have an air freshener in their car hanging from the rear view mirror. So, they'll go to the store and they'll buy a pine scented air freshener and they'll hang it from their rear view mirror and it will make their car smell nice. People sometimes use air fresheners in their house as well. That one looks a little different. The ones people use in North America actually plug into the wall. Then it heats up kind of a pleasant smelling um yeah, I'm I'm not sure what the word for it would be but it makes your house smell a little nicer. I actually don't like air fresheners though. I just like to have a really clean house um that smells just has normal smells like bread baking in the oven and those kinds of things but people sometimes like to put up air fresheners. 
So, I end up with a few of these through my week. Another everyday item would be a receipt. Whenever you buy something, you get a little piece of paper saying that you buy it. This is not my receipt from White Castle. I've only been to White Castle once. They that restaurant doesn't exist in Canada, only in the US. But when you buy something, if I go to Tim Hortons, one of our local coffee shops, I get a receipt. When I go to the grocery store, when I'm done buying stuff, they give me a receipt and then you can check your receipt to make sure you were charged the right amount and on the receipt, there's a list of everything you bought and the price that you paid for it. Um so definitely, I end up with a few of these everyday items as I go through my day and my week. I think I go to the grocery store about twice a week. Um I go to the coffee shop about twice a month um but somehow, uh, as you go through life, you tend to um have a few of these. Mine always end up in my wallet um uh, as I go through my week. So, another thing that uh is definitely an everyday item in most people's houses is your remote control. Um you can't really use your television without having a remote control now. In my classroom, I have a remote control for my projector as well and I have a remote control for the sound system in the classroom. Um so, as I go through my day, um I use remote controls at work and then I use a remote control at night when I sit down to watch the news or to do something else. So, definitely um remote controls are a very common thing for people to see uh, as they go through everything that they do in a day. So, sometimes at work, I have to go to the bathroom or to the washroom and when I'm done, I wash my hands and then from the paper towel dispenser, I get a paper towel to dry my hands off. So, I use the washroom or I use the bathroom. When I'm done, I wash my hands in the sink and then I grab a paper towel or two from the paper towel dispenser and I use it to dry my hands off. This is something that I did regularly before the pandemic but now I seem to be washing my hands a lot more often. Not just after I use the washroom. I wash my hands at school before I eat lunch. I wash my hands after every class. So, I'm often drying my hands with a paper towel that I grab from the paper towel dispenser. A very common activity I think. I think the amount of hand washing in the world has gone way up in the last two years or year and a half uh for sure. Hey, I'm gonna do some questions and then in about three minutes, we'll flip to members only chat as well. Uh let's see here. Um Freddie mentions again, hi, Bob. You said that you're going to change your time this weekend. That's good news because in Europe, we changed it last week. So, we'll be again on the same time. Oh, I see. So, different countries change it at different times. So, yes, um actually, in at the end of the weekend or the middle of the weekend, time will change here in Canada. So, for some of you, this lesson will be one hour later. For me, it'll be the same time even though my time changes. Uh, but for you, it might be at a different time. So, we'll ha- uh, we'll have to see how many people show up at next Friday's lesson. Um Dr. Scott says, hi, hello, Bob. When I was working at the hospital, could you give me an example about everyday items at the hospital? Well, there's a lot of clipboards. A clipboard is something that you can put paper on so that you can easily write. It seems to me that at a hospital, everyone walks around with a clipboard. Everyone has a name tag um or they have 
a lanyard with a name tag hanging from it. That's something I noticed at the hospital. Um a lot of doctors and nurses have either a phone or some sort of device that they use to collect information as well if they don't write it on paper. So, that's what I would say I would see. Maximo, hi, the best teacher in the world. Can we use these words in American English too? Absolutely. All of these words except for like elastic and rubber band, you'll have to figure out which one Americans use. I didn't keep an eye on the chat to see if uh, Brent responded Um, but almost all of these are the same in America and in Canada for sure. Hey, give me one moment here. I'm going to flip to members only chat for a moment. Give me a sec to do that and let me just double check something. Yeah, we're good. I'll go to this mode. You can see the entire room behind me while I answer questions directly from the chat. So, first of all, thanks to the 517 people who are watching and thanks especially to those of you who have clicked the join button and become members. Uh if you are a member, I will answer questions directly from the chat for the next five, ten minutes. Uh and then as well, why don't I keep on uh looking at questions from everybody else. So, let me get those up here. Uh let's see here. From the chat, Mode says, uh Brent said rubber band because it's easier to say. <laughs> it definitely is, isn't it? Instead of elastic, they probably say rubber band. By the way, in Canada, we say elastic band but we also just say elastics. So, we don't even say the band part. So, um that's my maybe easier than rubber band. Uh Julia says, hi, dear teacher. It's not about the topic but when you did sneezing, I thought that in Russian in Russia people would respond wish you stay healthy. What do people in Canada could say if someone was oh they say bless you. Yep. Even though we're not a religious country necessarily, people usually say bless you when you sneeze. So, that's what people would say. Alexi. Hi, Bob. Great idea with today's topic. I have a question. Do electronic keys have a special name? Yeah, we usually call them a key fob. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. So, We have like the normal key that goes in the ignition and you turn it to start your vehicle but we also have you know it's just a black oval or and in some vehicles do you use it like a key but it doesn't have the metal part. We call that a key fob. So, my one van has the traditional key. My other van, I use a key fob. Let's see here. Mode says, hello members. Make some noise for Bob. (laughs) Thanks, uh, Mode. Patricia, hi, Bob. Nice to be with you for the first time here live. Well, thank you for being a member, Patricia, and thank you for joining the uh, members only chat. Adi, hi, teacher, Bob. I like to collect matches, especially matches from casinos from Las Vegas. So, that's interesting you mentioned that, Adi, because a number of the everyday items are some of not a number of them. Some of the everyday items are things people collect. People might have a lighter connect collection. They might have when I was a kid, I had a bread tie collection. Some people might have let me see here um a key a keychain collection. People might collect um people have ashtray collections too by the way. Uh but definitely sometimes these things are collectibles. Olga, Rod, we also used to change the time in Russia but we don't anymore. Olga, we might stop doing that in Canada. We're just waiting for I think if New York State says that they'll stop then Ontario and Quebec have said they will stop. I hope we do. It's getting a little crazy. 
Uh, Linda, hello dear Bob. Thanks for this helpful lesson. I have a question. What verb can we use to say that we are shaking the tablecloth for crumbs? It is not to shake, is it? Yes, we would shake it out actually. So, sometimes when we're done eating, there's a lot of crumbs. We take the tablecloth outside and we shake out the tablecloth, okay? To get all the crumbs out outside the house. So, to shake it out, that's the verb. Ricardo, hello teacher Bob. Coffee maker is something that I use every day. <laughs> yes, some people do use those every day. I used to but I don't anymore. Uh, oh, philosopher Mickey, Bob, have you ever lost an essential item while you were being out such as a phone, wallet, money or even car keys? Car keys are the thing I lose the most. It's not too often but uh the worst would be and this is bad but Sometimes at school, a student wants to open the door in the gymnasium to get out a basketball and if I'm standing close by, they might say, uh, can I borrow your keys to open the door and I give a student my keys. You should never do that and then sometimes they forget to give them back and then you're like, where are my keys? So, that doesn't happen very often. I don't lend out my keys. Uh Freddie Wolf says, hi Bob. In France, more and more stores no longer edit receipt automatically unless you ask for it. This is in order to avoid waste to avoid wasting the paper. Is it the same in Canada? We have some stores where they ask if you want them to text you a receipt or usually email you a receipt. There are a few that do that. Yes, definitely. Um but I think our cash registers, most of them still automatically print a receipt. Okay, let me see where I'm at here. Um hopefully, I didn't skip anybody. Modegs, yeah, key fob is an important item definitely. Maria C, hi, Bob. This is a very useful lesson as usual though. I think that the most difficult things to name are those we find in a hardware store, right? Yes, I have wanted since the pandemic began one of the So, one of the next lessons I was going to do was let's learn English in a hardware store and I still hope to do that lesson but then the pandemic started. So, I should get that lesson done. That would be fun. Rod says, we don't have time changes in Brazil anymore. I'm jealous of all of the countries that don't. Uh Julia Olis, thank you. Now, I know what to say. Lolly says, bless you. A tes souhaits en français. I always have trouble with sweat. Souhaité. It's a hard verb to say. Or noun in your case. Patricia, hi, Bob. Is it correct to say feel hugged from me when someone tells you something sad and you like to embrace them but you can but you can't because of the distance? No, but we would say something like, you know, if I was there, I would give you a big hug or I'm sending you a big hug over the phone. Like, um, yeah, it's hard to to communicate that but definitely, I think that's how I would say it. I would give you a big hug if I was there. Um sorry, I can't be there. I would give you a big hug if I was there in person. Uh let's see here. Madi. Hi, Madi. Hello, Bob. Hope you're healthy and happy. Does any is there any difference between items and things? No. We use the word things in English to talk about all kinds of stuff. You know, you need to make sure you have all your things before you leave for work. Um it's the most common way to talk about um things in general. We also use the word stuff though. Like, okay, I I left for work and I didn't have all my stuff. Like, I left for work and I didn't have all my things. Those are both very, very common. Uh let me scroll back here. I did wanna say to Olga P who said, a little late today but I'm happy to join the live using her super chat. So, thanks Olga for being here. No problem that you're late at all. 
And thanks to Jackie for the super sticker. Very, very awesome. Um mode. Mr. Bob, you said at the beginning of the lesson that you use the tweezers to take slivers out of your finger. Can we also call them splinters? So, when I speak English and this might be different in other parts of the world. A splinter when you hit wood with a hammer, it can splinter. So, like the wood kind of breaks a little bit. But then if you get a piece of wood in your finger, I call it a sliver, okay? Some people might call it a splinter. In my area, we would call it a sliver. So, I'll have to check on that. It might be different in different parts of the world. Uh let's see. Patricia, Bob, you should write a book. Sure, someday when I have lots of time, Patricia, I will. Oh, philosopho Mickey. I've heard in the UK, they've stopped using umbrellas. Even though it's pouring outside, it's not considered an everyday item anymore. An umbrella is not an everyday item in Canada. When we watch British television though, we expect people to have umbrellas because we think our British cousins use them all the time. So, interesting to hear that maybe they are using them less. I really um need an umbrella especially for the amount of rain we recently got. Mode Egg says, why do you call that rubber black nut things rubber washer? Does it wash any rubber? No. We just call things washers. So, when you have a bolt and then you put a nut on the bolt, there's another little thing you can put on first which is called a washer. I don't know. It doesn't wash anything. It just holds the nut on I think when you tighten it. I think that's all it does. Okay, let me see here. Let me get to my settings and let me thank all of the uh members for being members. You guys are awesome. Thanks for clicking that join button. Thank thank you for being at the live streams to have good English conversations with each other. It's fun to see the little community that exists in the chat when I do these lessons live. In fact, when I don't do a live lesson, I'm not sad because I'm not teaching you but I'm sad because you don't get to chat with each other because the conversation only happens when I do a live. So, I I I really do feel bad but uh you know, every once in a while, I do need a little bit of a break. Sala, question over here. We'll do two more and then get back to the lesson. One of the popular items this time is the mobile charger. Yes, By the way, I say mobile charger or mobile charger. Mobile is probably the most common pronunciation for me but yes, we are always charging things, aren't we? And a lot of uh charging cables because I plug a lot of things into my computer now when I want to charge them. Um before I go back to the lesson though, let me just say uh, once again, uh thank you to those of you who are members. Um it does mean a lot to me that you support my channel. It does allow me for uh, the ability to pay for the things I need to run this YouTube channel. So, uh thank you very much for taking the time. For those of you that consider it, um there is a join button. It does explain it. It's not required. If you join, you don't get anything extra. You get one little video a week extra but the everything else is free on the channel. So, there's no pressure to join. But I do appreciate it if people uh if they do want to thank me when they do join. That is nice of them. Where are we here? We have to go rapid speed. Let me check the time. Now we're fine. So, this is something I don't use very often anymore and it's called a postage stamp. But every once in a while, I do need to mail something and so, I do have stamps in the house. Canada did something really nice. Our postage stamps do not 
they don't have a price on them anymore. So, it just says P in the Canada flag. It used to be 43 cents for a stamp and then 47 cents for a stamp and I don't remember the prices but the price kept going up every year. So, finally, Canada just decided that stamps have no you pay a price at the stamp at the post office but the stamp itself is good forever. So, it doesn't matter if the cost of a stamp goes up. It's always good. So, not necessarily an everyday item but I do use stamps once a month or so. This is something that we use a lot more in the winter than in the summer. A thermostat in the morning, I look at the thermostat to see how cold the house is because our furnace is off right now and then sometimes I turn the furnace on using the thermostat because it's starting to get a little chilly outside. So, the thermostat is definitely something that uh, it controls your heating by the way and cooling in the summer. At school, students um our thermostats are actually locked inside of glass boxes because otherwise students try to change the temperature in the classroom. Um recently, there have been a couple of uh COVID cases in my community, I would say and so, a thermometer is something that uh people have been using more lately because if you all of a sudden don't feel well, you want to check if you have a fever. So, you would use a thermometer, a digital thermometer. You might have one that just goes in your ear. You might have one that you just point at your forehead or you might have one like this that you put in your mouth or under your armpit uh in order to check your temperature. Um but definitely recently, um a few people I know have checked their temperature and gotten COVID tests because well, we're still in a pandemic, right? So, when you feel a little bit hot, you want to use a thermometer to check your temperature. Change. I even have change right here. We don't use a lot of actual money in Canada but I still end up with lots of change. We also call this loose change. Um the reason I say that is because we usually pay with our phone or with our bank card. We don't often use money anymore. When I go to the grocery store, I pay with my bank card but I still sometimes buy things using cash like using actual bills and then I end up with lots of change. Um sometimes there's enough change on my desk that I gather it all up and I take it to school and I can use it to buy lunch at the cafeteria. Sometimes there's enough there for me to do that. This is something that has become a lot more common for us (laughs) since the pandemic started and that's packages. Um usually from Amazon. I don't know where you buy most of your stuff online but in North America, it's quite common for me to get an email saying your package has been delivered and when I come home, there's one of these brown boxes with the Amazon logo on it saying that uh, that this package came from Amazon. We also use the word box. So, you might say uh yeah, a few boxes came for you today or a couple packages came for you today but definitely a lot more common since the pandemic has started. I usually have a flashlight somewhere just in case we have a power outage. It's nice to have a flashlight ready to go. Um the power doesn't go out in Canada very often but when we have really bad storms and in the winter sometimes when we have ice storms, it's nice to have a flashlight just in case the power goes out. I've been reading actual books lately instead of on my Kindle. 
So, instead of ebooks, I've been getting books from the library and so, I also usually have a bookmark somewhere so that when I'm done reading, I can put that in the book. There looks like there was just a little glitch again. Let me just double check that. Yep, there we go. Okay. Um so, I read at night for a little bit and when I'm done reading, I put my bookmark in so that I know where I left off. That's an interesting English phrase, isn't it? Um it lets it helps me remember where I left off in the book. We have what are called fridge magnets. Fridge magnets come from all different places. As you know, a magnet is something that sticks to metal. Okay, it has a north and south pole and it will stick to anything metal. We use fridge magnets to put things on our fridge. So, sometimes um one of our kids will come home and they'll have something uh from school like they got a really good grade on a test. We might use a fridge magnet to attach that uh to our fridge um and then it's just something that you use to hang things on your fridge for a little bit. Because I'm old, every night I have to take a pill um because I had heart surgery. I'm on one type of medication. So, this is an everyday item for me. Every day at around 9 p.m. I take my one pill. Um it's a pill that keeps my heart rate relatively um low. I don't know what exactly it does. Should probably ask my doctor but anyways, for some people, this is an everyday item. They need to take a pill every once in a while. Um I use extension cords in the house and on the farm. Whenever you want to plug something in and if the electrical outlet, if the outlet is too far away, you find an extension cord and you use the extension cord to connect whatever you're trying to plug in. Thankfully, nowadays, a lot of things run off batteries and the batteries last a long time but there still are times when you need to find an extension cord in order to plug something in. And then, this is an everyday item. There's hand sanitizer in my van, the entrance to the school, in my classroom, in the staff room. There is hand sanitizer everywhere in the world right now. When you walk out of the grocery store, when you walk into the grocery store, everywhere you go, you will find hand sanitizer. Um it is probably um the most common uh everyday item uh right now in the world. I think I've seen hand sanitizer. I probably see hand sanitizer 10 times a day and use it 10 times a day. So, definitely very very common. And as well, of course, the mask. I at school am required to wear the blue I guess medical grade disposable mask. Canada still has a mask mandate. At least the province of Ontario does. We have been wearing masks since the spring of 2020. Um so, this is not new for me um but I can't wear a cloth mask or a homemade mask at work. I must uh wear one of the blue masks at work. That is required. Um sometimes people with long hair, uh girls especially, women and girls will use bobby pins in order to hold their hair up. I find these in my house in all kinds of places because uh Jen and the girls, my girls sometimes use bobby pins in their hair. It's a small metal pin that you can use like if you have, I don't really know a lot about it but if you have long hair and you wanna hold it back, you can put bobby pins in to kind of hold it nicely against your head. Um they are, they're everywhere in my house. <laughs> Am I, is that 
by giving away too much information. There tends to be bobby pins in a lot of uh, funny places in my house. So, I think that's just what happens when you're married to uh, someone who uses them and when you have two daughters. And my name's Bob. So, I don't know why the pin is named a bobby pin. A hair clip is something else that women will use to hold up their hair if they have long hair. It's usually spring loaded. When something's spring loaded, like a hair clip, when you open it, the spring makes it go back together. So, there's a spring inside that makes it go back together. So, we would say it's spring loaded. And then, of course, a lot of us have phones and on the outside of our phone, we have a phone case. Um recently, someone in my family bought a new phone and so, I recommended that they right away buy a phone case to protect their phone. It doesn't necessarily prevent damage to the phone if you drop it on a hard surface but it's at least a little bit of protection just in case you do drop your phone uh or if it gets knocked out of your hands by someone and it falls on a hard floor. Um let's see here. So, someone says the camera is focusing on the microphone and not my face. Yes. It's interesting. Let's see if we can get it to uh I was wondering that myself but anyways, I will keep doing the lesson. I don't have my glasses on so it's hard for me to see exactly what it's doing. There we go. This is something I use a lot in the spring and in the summer and in the fall. Uh sometimes we have a lot of flies in our house. I don't know how they get in because we do have air conditioning. So, all the windows are usually closed but somehow flies get in and I need to use a fly swatter uh to kill them. It's very annoying when you have a lot of fly swat uh, flies in your house um and you have to constantly use the fly swatter to swat them. So, that's the verb you use. When you have a fly swatter, you use it to swat flies. This is something I use as a teacher that you maybe don't use a lot. When I look at student work, when students give me their assignments, I use a red pen in order to grade the assignment. So, definitely uh, something that is an everyday item for me but maybe not for all of you. And then, glasses. I I wear reading glasses in particular. Glasses and contacts are everyday items for some people. I don't wear contacts but I do wear reading glasses when I need to read. So, when I need to read, it's a lot clearer for me if I put on my reading glasses. It helps my eyes focus clearly on what I'm reading. Some people in my family wear contacts. So, that is definitely an everyday item for them to put contacts on in order to be able to see well as they go through their day. And then earbuds. I don't always have earbuds um in my ears but I almost always have earbuds with me. I have three pairs of these. Uh one for my home computer, one for my work computer and then I always keep a pair uh with my phone just in case I want to uh listen to something privately. So, earbuds of course go in your ears and they allow you to listen to music or podcasts uh or even watch Netflix or other shows on your phone or on your computer. And then there's sunglasses which you wear when it's really sunny outside. And then lastly, I'm still kind of old fashioned. I still have a calculator on my desk here and I have a calculator at school. 
I know that you can use an app on your phone in order to do calculations in order to do uh to solve like if you wanna add something up or multiply two numbers together but I still like having a regular old calculator especially when I'm you know calculating grades for students or something like that. It's very very um very very handy to have um a calculator around. Hey, that is the end of the uh formal part of the lesson. Um I do want to just double check something here. I feel like my camera is still slightly out of focus for some reason. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just the one that thinks it's out of focus. No, it's definitely focused on my microphone, I think. But when I look at the screen, it says that it's focused on me. So, I don't know. Now, it's focused on me. Okay, enough of me solving technical problems. Let me get to the questions. Let me answer them. Uh and let's finish off this lesson. Mickey the philosopher says, Mr. Bob, if we lost an item which is an everyday item, could we replace them with a gadget? Have you been through some experience you needed to make a gadget? So, we use the word gadget to talk about usually electronic things or other things that uh solve a problem for us. Like, oh, he has a couple gadgets. You know, when he does, he's going to, yeah, just trying to think, how would I use gadget? It's when I talk about things I don't understand like electronic things. Like my mom, when I first got a phone, my mom thought it was an interesting gadget. So, when she used the word gadget, it kind of reveals that she didn't understand exactly what it was. Uh let's see here. So, I'm only going to answer let's see here. <laughs> Natalia says, I hope you will talk about ear cleaning sticks which we call Q-tips by the way or cotton swabs. By the by the by, how often do you use them? If you think the question is personal, it's not obligatory to answer. Thanks. So, we have like little white sticks with soft cotton on the end which people sometimes use to clean their ears. I maybe use them once a month or so. It depends. If I feel like there's something in my ear, I might use them but I don't know if you knew this. You're not supposed to use Q-tips or cotton swabs to clean your ears. It actually says right on the box not to do that. Um Hitet says, hello, teacher Bob. I want to know items when you go out. Thank you. So, when I go out, so let's say Jen and I are going out. We're going to go out for dinner. I would make sure I have my keys, my phone, my wallet, my wedding ring and my Fitbit. I always wear that when I go out but I also might bring gift cards for that restaurant. Maybe I've got a few gift cards to use at that restaurant. I'll probably bring my reading glasses with if I go out like that because sometimes in the restaurant, I can't read the menu without my reading glasses. Um if we're dressing casually, I might wear a ball cap when I go out. Um I might also wear a jacket as an everyday item if it's cool. Um what else would I bring? I think that's it. I think those are the items I would take if I went out. Adelette says, thank you so much, Mr. Bob. I like your lessons very much. Hello from Kyrgyzstan. No problem. Um I hope I pronounced your country right. Sorry if I didn't. Um Kavish, do you know the English word for the special equipment by which bakers hold? No. I know they use oven mitts but I know they have a special tool as well 
to put pans in and out of their ovens but I do not know what they are called. Um let's see here. Fox, when you talked about your everyday items, you didn't mention the pen. Oh, but I just mentioned my red pen. <laughs> How is it possible you have so many things to do? Do you make notes using devices? I keep a running list of what I need to do on a piece of paper with the pen. I've tried using apps to organize my life. I tried using Google Docs. I tried using all kinds of different electronic ways to do it but the best thing for me to do is to make a list every morning of what I have to do that day and and then have it on paper and then cross things out as I do them. That just works the best. Uh let's see here. Um Leati says, hi, great teacher. Can you tell the difference between I will play and I will be playing? What is the nuance between both? Thanks. This afternoon, I will play baseball. This afternoon, I will be playing baseball. In that uh, situation, they are the same. Last question. Here we go. From Jocelyn. Hello, Mr. Bob. Good morning. What is this hot water container called? In Spanish, it's called thermo. I think because of the brand thermos. We actually call it a thermos. So, we have these large uh, containers Um which are insulated and you put hot coffee or tea or soup in them and then when you close it, it stays hot almost all day depending on how expensive the thermos is. So, anyways, uh, a thermos is what you use to keep a beverage hot as you go through your day. Hey, that's it everybody. I was uh a little worried that we were having technical problems but I think everything's working great. Um there was just a few errors as I went through the lesson but anyways, thank you to the over 500 people who stuck around to watch this lesson. Uh three things I need to say before I go. Number one, this lesson will come out with some nice subtitles, English subtitles on Sunday. I think Sunday morning in two days. So, do watch it again. It's really good for training your ear to understand. Number two, there is a live lesson tomorrow. Let me check the weather to let you know if it will be outside. It might be cold outside but it might also be nice. Saturday, sunny, wind becoming 20 kilometers an hour, high of 11. There's a good chance we'll be outside tomorrow. Uh and then number three, remember time changes in Canada. So, for some of you, this lesson will be a little bit later than normal. Um it'll be an hour later. Check when I put, when I schedule the stream, make sure you look at the time right here next week. So, check before the stream to see how many hours and minutes are left before it starts and then you'll be able to uh then you'll have a good sense of what's happening. Anyways, thanks to Eugene and Julia for being here. Uh Key Park, Wanda, Madi, Lolly Lolly, Julia Olise, Lemon Cute, uh scrolling up, Maria C, Linda, Freddie Wolf, O, Philosopho, Mickey, and you want. Uh thanks to Todd and Dave of course for moderating the chat. Thanks to Rod, the English teacher. And thanks to uh, Brent from American English with this guy for hanging out. Um I'm going to wrap this up. So, I will see you tomorrow at 11 if you have some time. If we are outside, you might actually see leaves falling behind me if they don't all fall off the trees today. We'll have to see what happens. Anyways, thanks so much for watching. Have a good day. I'm gonna head off to work now uh and then hopefully in about seven hours, I can start my weekend. So, Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. 
If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.